Welcome to Not The Only One. I'm Sarah Jerome, your host and high school youth minister here at St. Matthew Catholic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. This podcast explores our Catholic faith and is here to remind you that when you have questions, you're not the only one. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are starting our mini-series, Passionate Priests. Um, Father Sanchez is here uh, joining me to talk about identity and vocation. Welcome back to Not the Only One, Father. Hello, Sarah. Thank you for having me again. It's my joy to be here and to share part of my life and part of my passion as a priest. Should we begin in prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we ask you to uh, send your Holy Spirit upon us so that um, you may guide our conversation and be with us as we discuss this podcast Lord, may everything begin with your inspiration, continue with your help, and with your grace, bring it to a successful uh, conclusion. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So this is not your first time. I'm not the only one. This is not my first time, but I feel like podcast is always challenging for me uh, because, you know, sometimes English is not always there, but I do my best and I try my best. Well, We will get through this together, and I'm sure you will do great. Yes, thank you. So um, our topic today is identity and vocation. What made you want to talk about that with us today? Well, I think it's important for all of us to understand who we are in terms of our background, um, our our experiences uh, growing up, and our identity as Christian, as Catholics, and so how that plays a role in our lives, right? How we're going to be perceived by other people and how we are to respond to that identity. So the more we understand who we are and um, how God created us, the better we're going to be in life and the more successful in finding that vocation and in finding that goal in life, which is sanctity. Yeah, that makes sense. So who we are, our experiences, and our identity. Um so it might make sense to start with just who is Father Sanchez? Well, Father Sanchez uh, is known or was known for being Miguel when I was growing up. So uh, my full name, because uh, in Mexico they give you few names. In fact, sometimes three names and two last names. So my full name is Juan Miguel Sanchez Garcia. So... Um, in Mexico, they take uh, the last name from the father and the mother because there's so many people with the same last name, so they just uh, to identify people. So um, names are very important to me, and I think they should be important for people because through our names, we find identity, right? We sometimes like to call, to be called in, in a certain way because that brings a uh, connection to who we are. Right. So even if we go from language to language, you don't say, well, I'm just going to translate my name. I'm not John Michael Sanders or <laughs> something else. Right? <laughs> I am, I'm still Miguel or Father Sanchez. Right? Yeah, so because um, that goes also into our baptism. When we are baptized, we receive a name. Right. And so um, as we hear from scriptures, I know you by name, right? 
So God knows us by name. And so it is important to understand that if our parents gave us a name and then if we receive a name in baptism, that's our identity first, right? Uh, I like to think about, you know, the, the uh, scripture quote from uh, Isaiah 43.1 uh, that says, um, But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. So um, I like to think that whenever I make it to heaven, I have, that's my hope, you know, uh, that uh, God is going to call me by name. Yeah. Miguel, welcome. Welcome to heaven. Yeah, that's all any of us want, right? It's yes. just to be called by name. Yes. Amen. So what else? Um, um, apart from being Miguel, of course, uh, I'm Mexican by birth. What? Yes, yes. If you haven't noticed the accent, yes. Um, that is also very important for me, and it should be important for everyone who's coming from other places, because in uh, recognizing where you come from, you will find also your identity, right? Um, yeah. I've, I've seen uh, some people who struggle with that because, especially when you move to another place, there is a lot of traditions and a lot of roots uh, in what your family would celebrate or the things that they would do. And so that brings a little bit of conflict, especially when you're celebrating things at another country. Yeah. For example, Christmas um, is a little bit different, although we all celebrate Jesus. But, you know, when you go home, you know, there's certain um, activities, certain celebrations even meals that are different, right? So right. That, is, that is important for me. Right. Our citizenship is in heaven, yes. But the more you recognize uh, where you come from, the easier it is to be integrated into a community. Yeah, you recognize and, your, your talents and your, your gifts. Yes. So I feel like I can sometimes help people who have been in the same situation who perhaps are trying to be a justice to the system and are trying to even um, be connected to their own church. Right. right. Because I, I experienced a little bit of separation when I came over here uh, just because of the language barrier. Right. And also sometimes because of the way things are celebrated. But ultimately, we all are a family. And right. that's the beauty of the church. It doesn't right. matter where you're from. You're always going to have mass, and uh, you know what's going on by the actions of the priests. Right, so. yeah. The mass is always the same, even if it's in different languages, which is such a beautiful thing. So that's it's you're using your culture in a way to, to connect with others and, and to help them maybe mm-hmm. follow their path of who they are. And I think also, uh, I mean, we are proud in the fact that we have people from so many different backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that, that also brings... Uh, beauty and, and and strength to a community, even in the church, right? The more uh, you see the diversity, the more we should be uh, proud of it because we're all, we all are aiming for heaven where diversity is going to be the thing, right? Yeah. We all are going to be Christians. <laughs> so um, to me, th- to me, that's, that's always uh, something to, uh, to be proud of and something that enriches the church and enriches every community. Yeah, that makes sense. So you've talked about your name. You've talked about 
um, your identity as a Mexican, but also a citizen of the U.S. Um, what else makes you who you are? Of course, uh, I'm, I'm also uh, a male, uh, 37 years old already. Oh my goodness, time buys. Time goes I'll by get quickly. You a walker. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, in in recognizing that uh, I'm a guy, because you know uh, I was born with uh, XY chromosomes. I also recognize that I have certain responsibilities, and um, I, I'm always trying my best to um, bring that masculinity in in a good in a good way, right? To always respect, to always keep my word, and if I say something or, or if I promise something to someone, to always fulfill it. I remember that that was one of the major uh, points of my dad, right? Be a man of your word. Yeah. And I didn't understand it well when I was uh, younger because I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Like everyone is, is just saying one thing and doing the, the other. Right. But as, as, as I was growing in my faith, I made a deep connection with Christ, right? Christ is always a man of his word. And when he promises something, we know by faith that he's going to fulfill it. And so... In, in my vocation as a priest, I'm always trying to fulfill that, to say, I will be there. For example, if someone calls in the middle of the night and is asking for a priest, and I say, I will be there. I want to be that man that will fulfill his word right. and to be there for them. You're going to show up. Uh, of course. Um, but I think it's important to be honest and to, to be true to what we say. And in my role as a priest is even more important because if you're leading someone in faith and you're saying we have to work together in this issue or we have to, you know, go this way, I, I try my be- my best in that um, that sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that definitely makes sense. No, it's 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 so important, right, to have your words and actions line up. And again, that goes back to when you say, you know, this is who I am. You want to prove that to people so that mm-hmm. they know, you know, you're serious about about your identity and, and all of that. But um, do you have social media? I do have social media. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell us what you have, but... Um. I, I, I can tell you. I have, <laughs> I have Facebook. Um, I don't use it as much. Um, I mainly use it to connect with my family to see if something yeah. happens. If someone uh, has a particular need... Uh, I have been contacted by other people, not only my family, um, requesting prayers. So I think it's it's important, especially uh, when you have uh, family and friends that live uh, far away. Right. It's a good way to stay connected, um, although it can bring a little bit of distraction. And <laughs> I have caught myself a few times, you know, spending too much time just watching on, on um, stupid videos or... Or oh, just yeah. uh, surfing in the um, in the web. So with 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 social media, um, I ask because I keep thinking like you know for the people that are listening at home, um, what would you say to them that you know there's so much out there in the world of social media yes. of, that can take you away from who you truly are. Um, so what would you say to those people who are kind of struggling to show their true authentic selves online and how to kind of navigate that world? Yes. I'm glad you touched on, on that topic because I think um, social media brings a lot of, of opportunities, 
but it also is um, a difficult platform where people will present themselves as something that they are not because of popularity, right? We have so many influencers, right. uh, people who uh, portray themselves to be like the perfect image of, of you know, um, the perfect everything. Right. right. But in reality, uh, we, we are not aware of how many hours they had to spend to really present themselves that, in that way, how many filters they use, right? Yeah. So I think it can create a false uh, identity of who they are, right. right? People get too concerned about how they look in social media and how they appear to the mass. that They forget that the most important part of recognizing who you are is inside. Right. Um, yes, uh, external appearances may be appealing for some people, but at the end, you know, we all going to go through the process of age and that's going to disappear. And so it is very important to develop that sense of identity in, in your capacity to relate to others, to respect the other person for who he is, not because of the way he is, you know, presenting himself or appearing in social media. If you uh, begin to feel like you are afraid to present yourself in the way you are, then that can be a sign, you know, maybe there's too much of, you know, a filtering too much of this. So my call is, is for people to always be authentic in who they are. Right. If you have wrinkles, it's okay. If you have <laughs> gray hair, it's okay. I mean, um, it's, it's okay to present yourself like that because if you are able to connect with other people in that, in that way, you don't have to bring any other filter. Yeah. And, Honesty and, and a true self is always better than trying to be something that you are not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're, you know, presenting yourself to be authentic, you know, you're, you're presenting yourself in the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, that's great. That's really good. So I, when we talk about identity, um, you know, I think it's so important to, to, to make the connection which you have, right, about not just who we are and who we say we are, but who God says we are. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that seems like that's the start of then being able to figure out what our vocation is and, and everything else as well. Yeah. Um, going deeper into the theological aspect of being who we are and understanding that God has created us uh, in his image and likeness, we recognize that when God creates every single one of us, he gives us an identity, right? You are a male, you're a female, and male and female, he created them. And in that sense, he also gives us a mission to uh, reach heaven, right? We know that from God we have come, that in God we find our strength through the sacraments, and ultimately, God is our goal at the end. So the more uh, we sort of like grasp this reality and feel identified with that role in being sons and daughters of God, the easier life will be. Yes, we all going to have our struggles. And we, we're not perfect in the sense that, you know, uh, we don't have uh, everything figured out. 
But in that process of finding out and failing and standing again is that we find our identity. Right. God is always there for us. And therefore, we should be happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably just about all we have time for today. Um, and I think we can just tune in next week and we can continue this conversation about identity and vocation. Uh, Father, will you uh, pray for us? Yes, yes. Um, Lord, we give you thanks for this opportunity to share and to reach out to other people. Um, Lord, give us your grace always and help us to stay connected to the sacraments so that we may always stay connected to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit.